0: Hello and welcome to the Social Media Magic Podcast, the perfect podcast for TPT sellers, teacherpreneurs, and teacher business owners who consider themselves to be introverts. Each episode shares all kinds of ideas, tips, tactics, and strategies to help you make more sales and grow your community on social media. Without further ado, let's get on to today's episode. Welcome or welcome back to the Social Media Magic Podcast. I'm Brittany Verlenich, I'm a content strategist, social media manager, and a total marketing nerd, as well as the host of the show. So welcome. I'm glad you're here today. I'm sharing the ultimate hack for Instagram growth, getting more followers, converting followers into subscribers on your email list, converting followers into customers and all that jazz. Are you ready? The ultimate hack is drum roll here. It's just knowing how to use the platform. I know it's a little bit of a letdown, isn't it? Big sigh, but here's the deal. The best hack you can possibly have on any platform, whether you're growing a blog, a podcast, a YouTube channel, your TikTok account, your Instagram account, your Facebook account, whatever it is, is knowing the strategy behind the platform, how it's used, and then knowing how to utilize the features for each step in the marketing funnel. In my last episode you can go listen to how instagram is a marketing funnel i talk about what are the different stages of a marketing funnel and where each of the features in instagram fit into those funnel phases so that is a must not miss episode if you haven't listened to that one already in fact i would say go ahead and listen to that one after this episode if you haven't listened to it already but that is the deal i know that the ultimate hack is such a clickable seo worthy title But there is no one hack. And I really advise you, I caution you, if there's any coach or self-proclaimed guru out there who is saying they have the only secret to passive income on TPT, that they've mastered what you need to know for business or for marketing, it's bologna, my friend. It is bologna, bologna. Bologna is how they say the actual word in Italy, by the way. So I've always said bologna, but I realize now it sounds kind of funny if you haven't heard it before. So that is how you say the word, bologna. It is a beautiful city in Italy. It's a major foodie city if you like to eat good food, which I mean, like, who doesn't, right? Anyway, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about how we learn to use those features. So there are really two ways that you can learn how to use all the features that a certain platform has, whether that's on Instagram or otherwise. The first is with time and trial and error which I'm sure that you've been doing for a while now, if you've been marketing on Instagram, which I shouldn't say that that never happens. I am learning how to use new features every day, or I'm learning how to use old features in a new way every single day because I'm on the platform a lot, whether I'm using it for my own marketing on Instagram or working on a client's account. So I'm sure it's the same for you too. I'm sure you've encountered a bug, I'm sure you've encountered some kind of annoying thing that's happened with a feature. Maybe reels have been glitchy. You've tried to post something and it didn't work, whatever it is. I'm sure that you've encountered that and you'll probably continue to encounter it if you keep using the platform. And that's not just with Instagram. That's with anything. If you've tried to do automations and Zapier hooks in your email marketing platform, then I'm sure you've run into some trouble. If you use a program like PowerPoint or Google Sheets or Google Slides or Canva for creating your resources, I'm sure you've run into some problems. That's just how technology is, especially when we're learning how to do something because most of the time, honestly, if we're honest with ourselves, it's user error or just the fact that we haven't mastered how to use that specific platform or tool yet. But that's not to be said with judgment, we just need to figure out how the platform works, how is it meant to be used, works on that platform, and which features can we use to get the desired result with that platform. So I go deep into that in that other episode where I talk about the different phases of marketing and where the different features fall into that. But I want to share a few tips as far as the biggest features on Instagram so you know where they fall and how you can use them to grow your following. I also made an episode a few episodes back about how followers actually do matter. And that does have a double meaning. We, of course, know that followers are people and people matter, right? Unless they're bots. I guess you could have bots as followers. But generally, followers are people. We care about people. They matter whether they're going to buy something from us or not. But also, having followers does matter in a sense as it builds social proof for us on Instagram, it brings us more opportunities. And even if you aren't an influencer or creator in the sense of the word that you're getting brand deals and that you're doing affiliate marketing and that you're looking for partnerships and sponsorships with companies, things like that, you might want to be open to those in the down the road. You never know, especially if you also have a podcast or a blog or YouTube channel. Of course, we should be looking at different ways to monetize. It's a good idea to diversify our income and add different income streams to our business. However, that's not the only reason you want to use them. You just want to be more efficient so that you can get more sales. And the more people we have looking at our content, the more possibility we have of converting those folks into customers. That's really what it is. At the end of the day, when we're talking about marketing and sales, a lot of times it's a numbers game. The more people we can have moving through our funnel, the more people we have on our email list, coming to our webinars, coming to our workshops. The more people we have looking at our sales page looking at our products the more opportunities we have to convert those folks into one-time customers and then hopefully loyal customers who advocate for us on our behalf and talk about our resources and products to other people sound good so let's go through some of those features and ways that you can use them more in depth when we're talking about the awareness stage we want to think about ways that we can get in front of other people's audiences or get in front of more people I've talked quite a bit about Reels on this show already, and so you can go back to any of the episodes where I mentioned Reels in the title and you can find those. So for this episode, I really want to focus on lives for a minute because I don't see a lot of Instagrammers using them. And when I say Instagrammers, sorry, I should say sellers and entrepreneurs because I'm sure you don't identify as an Instagrammer, but I mean Instagram user. So one quick thing you can do is have a look on Instagram and just type in some keywords for your niche. If you do upper elementary math, you could put in third grade math, fourth grade math, fifth grade math, whatever it is. Go find some people that have a following already in that niche. Now, a word about this anytime we're pitching ourselves or we're trying to do a collaboration or we're networking with people. We have to remember that not everybody's going to say yes to us every single time that's okay in fact it's perfectly normal it's actually normal to get no's about 80 percent of the time in any kind of sales or collaboration so don't beat yourself up don't take it personally you're just making the connection you probably don't want to just reach out to somebody with a cold pitch anyway if you've never talked to them before you might want to follow them for a while chat with them in the dms comment on their posts engage with them first before you go right for the pitch but if you feel like you want to engage with them you can or go right for the pitch you can sometimes it works out especially if you have some kind of relationship in some other way or on some other platform or maybe you have some clout in the industry as well and just like you would for having them on your podcast or having them go live in your Facebook group you're just going to say hey i love your content of course say that authentically hey i love your content i really like how you post about xyz i love your take on abc i was wondering if you ever go live and if so if you'd like to go live with me i do this sometimes with other people i don't do it consistently although i've thought about doing it more especially because i've been planning these episodes out and what it does is one it gets you talking so if you have any kind of course or membership or any kind of video content It gives someone who might not have seen you before the chance to see how you work, how you speak, how you operate, and also to hear your opinions, your values, your mission. It's a lot better, especially if you have a hard time getting really short and condensed on reels, on TikToks because you have more time, you can go as long as you want on a live. And also if you're the kind of person who you really struggle with knowing what to post because you're like, I don't know how to come up with ideas out of thin air, then going live with someone, especially if they've gone live a lot can be great because they can kind of lead the conversation and as far as asking you questions and then you answering and responding, that's easier for a lot of people than just coming up with ideas themselves. And the cool thing is, if someone does go live a lot, you can actually go watch their other lives and see, are there questions they ask every single time? Are there certain topics that they tend to go on? And do you have something to add to that that maybe their audience hasn't seen before? And just like you would do if you were pitching to get on a podcast, you always wanna provide a new angle What is something they haven't talked about? Or do you have a certain take or a method or strategy that they haven't covered yet with their audience that their audience can benefit from? Because any proper influencer or thought leader, they're thinking about their audience first. And so you want to think about their audience first too. What can you do to add value to the people who are following the person that you're looking to go live with? I promise you 90% of the time, if you can show that you have a way to add value, it's going to be good. Okay, let's talk about carousels and feed posts. So when we're talking about getting those in front of more people, I've already shared a lot of strategies in episodes about how to get reach with. I kind of have a mini series on that. So go back and listen to those episodes. If you're really new to Instagram and you're learning what are the best practices for carousel posts, feed posts, et cetera, but just some little quick things. If you want to get some more eyes on your content, here are a couple of things you can do. One thing you can do is with your feed post, with your carousel post, if you're trying to get them in front of new people, you can do a collaborative post where you add someone as you tag people and say like this, maybe you guys work together on creating the content for that post, or you just agreed in advance that you're gonna share each other's stuff and you're gonna tag each other. Or you could say like a top 10 roundup post, like here are the top 10 podcasts I listen to about social media marketing this person, this person, this person has this show, you tag them in the post. And then I would also tag them in your stories. So I don't always do this, but you'll see a lot with any content I have. And with my clients is I usually share carousel posts and feed posts twice. I share to my stories one time as a new post, just giving people a heads up if they want to go look at it themselves, kind of like there's a little notification because sometimes people get notifications that someone has posted a new story, but they don't get the notification of a new post so they can go and see it. And then usually the next day I will go through and share the actual slides to my stories because not everybody checks their stories for every person that they follow every single day. So the first day I shared it was really for those really super fans who are like gonna see all my stuff as soon as they can. They're gonna go look at it right away. The second one is for anyone who didn't see the first post and they have opportunities to engage with the content right in the story. So if you go on my Instagram profile, you can see examples of this. If you just go click any of my highlights, you can see stories that I've shared and then I've highlighted two of my stories and they kind of take you on a progression of like you would see in a carousel post except for that I have a little more text added, I maybe have some of my own thoughts, I have ways to engage, like I have like click stickers, I have question boxes, I have polls, I have shared responses that other people have shared with me, there's just a little more there than they would see on my feed. So thinking about that, that gives you more opportunities to get the content seen itself, and once you share it to your stories, it's much easier for people to share. I mean, some people will share from the feed or carousel post itself, but a lot more people will share from stories. Some people don't even check the feed anymore. They just go check the stories of the people they follow. So making sure that you're giving ample opportunities for people to share the content they see. Hashtags I know are kind of like half in half out, but I have found really good results Using hashtags on my story. So, why not, right? As long as it's bringing you results, I'll share when it doesn't. But you can do the hashtag sticker feature on your story posts, and I would use a different hashtag for each slide that you upload. That just gives you more visibility and it helps Instagram get a better sense of what your content is about. It helps you get found by more people. As far as consideration, I wanna say are you asking for people to follow you? Two places for this are your profile where you could even say in one of your lines of your profile, especially if you don't have a lot of authority in your niche yet, where you can't say 500,000 followers on Instagram or on TikTok, or I have 120,000 people on my YouTube channel, whatever. Usually you see those lines on Instagram. That's where they're building authority. Or you can't say you've written a book yet or whatever. You can use a line on your Instagram profile to say, follow me, if you want X, Y, Z, follow me, if you're trying to blah, blah, blah. Because like I've followed people actually before. I follow this one girl that has easy, yummy vegan recipes. Yep, that's what I want, (laughs) follow. So think about that. Give people a clear, concise reason to follow you. It's almost like your niche statement, like X result for Y person, but a little more clear of like, why should they follow your account? Like not just for third grade resources, because honestly, people aren't usually on Instagram to buy right away. They have to be led into that. So why should people follow your account? Are you making math more engaging? Are you sharing unique history facts? Are you helping people paint better? Whatever it is, what should they follow your account for? What can they expect to see? Give them a clue about what your content entails. And don't just do that in your profile bio, you can also do that in your post. Sometimes for some reason, people don't wanna click on the follow button. It's just for some reason out of place or like it's in the way of them reading the caption. So in the text itself, sometimes you'll see me say, Follow at Brittany Verlinich to learn more about how you can use Instagram or something like that in the actual text of the post itself. Give people multiple entry points and opportunities to consider you further. And they might not be ready to get on your email list or go buy something from you just yet, but they might be ready to follow you if they're given the opportunity to do so. When we're talking about conversions, the three biggest places where you can actually make sales on Instagram are your DMs, your stories, and in your comments. And I'm going to talk about the comment to customer strategy in the future, but so I'm going to leave that for later. For your stories, oh my gosh, if you show up in your stories every day and you use that as a place to nurture your audience, when you go on your stories and make a sale, two things are going to happen. One, you're going to feel more comfortable asking for a sale just for the sheer fact that you are more comfortable on Instagram and that you don't feel as weird talking to a camera anymore. And two, you're going to feel better about asking because you've built a relationship with these people, or at least... They built a relationship with you. They feel connected to you. It doesn't feel super weird because they feel like they know you and they at least know that you know what you're talking about because they've been following your content and they decided to hear more from you by opting in to follow you and check your stories. So ask for the sale. Don't be afraid for it. Don't be afraid to showcase your resources. You could even use things like the image sticker on Instagram on your stories and share an image of your resource and talk about it. You can go back and forth between your face, or a faceless reel where you show it in action, almost like a video preview, but specifically for Instagram, there are so many ways that you can get creative with this. It doesn't have to be you talking at a camera, but your stories and your DMs are critical and you can link your stories and your DMs with question stickers, polls, and then by responding to people and listening to what they say, what kind of feedback are they giving you with how they respond in your stories? They'll even tell you sometimes when they're ready to buy something or what they need. Because maybe what you've been sharing is not something they need right now, but they need something else and you have something else for that. And then as far as advocation, that phase, when we talk about those features, I love sharing other people's stuff legitimately. You'll probably find out that people are my clients because I'll share their content on mine. It's partially for my own social proof to show that I have clients. I'm not just randomly making stuff up. Uh, It's also so I can show off my work, like as a portfolio to show what kind of content I create for people. But it's also just to thank them. Like if I can help somebody, one of my clients or someone I've worked with, get more eyes on their content by sharing it with my people who might, may or may not, be in their ideal audience as well, then I'm going to do it. And if someone shares my content a lot, I'm going to share their stuff too. Or sometimes I'll just share it because it's legitimately so good. Sharing is truly caring. And when we talk about metrics on Instagram, as far as like ways to engage with content, shares are like gold. They're really factored in heavily with the algorithm as far as whether or not to get your posts pushed out to more people. So anytime you create content that is easily shareable, you are increasing the likelihood of more people seeing your stuff. Okay, are you convinced? I hope you know that when you see those posts about the ultimate hack or the trending sound that's going to blow up your business, hopefully you're going to be more cautious and more skeptical in a good way. It's not to say these people don't have good intentions. But at the end of the day, Things are click for a reason. They work because they catch our attention. They make us want to learn more. But at the end of the day, the ultimate hack truly is learning how to use the platform, learning what the strategy is, and then learning how to use those features. By the way, if you're brand new to using Instagram for marketing, I think on episode five or six or something early on, I talk about, are you using the right strategy? Go listen to that episode. If you're brand new to social media marketing strategy and content strategy with marketing, it's going to help you out a lot. And then remember to go listen to the episode before this, if you want a deeper dive into how different phases in the Instagram marketing funnel work with the different features of Instagram so you can make sure you're doing the right things for people at different phases in their customer journey. And I will have an episode about the customer journey coming out soon. If you have any questions about this or you want to share your takeaways, DM me on Instagram over at Brittany Verlinich, or come share what you think in our free social media magic Facebook group facebook.com forward slash group forward slash audience and authority. Otherwise, talk soon.